This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. It's the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by our great friends at Rosie's Corner, Burton Ace Hardware, Welch and Company Jewelers, and Brian Comboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning. Go with Brian today on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and advisors.massmutual.com. Brian Comboy can help you out with your financial future. I do want to mention also a tip of the cap. Thank you to the Swan and Whitaker families for their support of the program uh, in 2022 and Liverpool Physical Therapy folks, Mike and Pete, they've got it rolling over there. If you're in and around central New York, you need that post-op therapy, go there. And here's a big one. No doctor prescription is necessary for the first 10 physical therapy visits in New York state. How about that? Go find them on Facebook and Instagram for more information. Let's preview week 18 in the NFL, which by the way, I cannot stand saying that because I think it's a joke that the NFL added a game with all the player safety stuff. But here we are. Here we are. They got to do whatever they can to make more money. And let's break down these games really in rapid fire with all the playoff implications on the line as well. All right, here we go. Week 18 uh, in the NFL, final week of this season. Let me just quickly, so we don't kind of confuse previewing the games and then the playoff uh, scenarios. I'm going to give you the playoff scenario straight out of the gate here, and then I'll preview the games. The Baltimore Ravens, they're 8-8. Eight and eight. They face the 8-7-1 eight, and one Steelers on Sunday, and they grab one of the AFC's final playoff spots with a win, a Colts loss, a Chargers loss, and a Dolphins loss or tie. That's a lot to ask if you're a Ravens fan. If there's one team I would feel pretty strongly about missing the postseason, it would be it would be Baltimore, right? Let's let's be honest. Um, We know the deal, and I'm going to give you just not the ones just getting in and and out teams that are in, and then what happens if you know they win another game like division circumstances and all the rest. The Bills are in; they're ten and six. Play the four and twelve Jets on Sunday. They win the AFC East with a win or a Patriots loss, or a Bills tie, and a Patriots tie. The Bengals, they're facing the 7-9 and nine reeling Cleveland Browns. We know the Bengals already won the AFC North at 10-6. and six. They can actually wrap up the AFC's one seed under these conditions. Cincinnati wins, Tennessee loss, Casey loss, New England loss or tie, or Cincy win and Tennessee loss plus Casey loss plus a Bills win. So there's still a very outside chance that they can do that. The 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 nine and seven Colts play the two and fourteen Jaguars on Sunday, and all they have to do is win or tie, and they're in. Period. End of discussion. Now, if they lose, the Colts can still get in, but they need the Chargers to lose, the Ravens and Steelers tie, or if the Chargers lose, the Steelers lose, and the Dolphins beat the Patriots. So, a lot of scenarios for new uh, for Indianapolis to get in. Those are all uh, on the table, and we know the deal. 
with the Sunday night game, which I'll get to in just a second, in terms of the Chargers and the Raiders, where uh, heh, there's some scenarios out there. I had thought initial reports said that whoever wins that game is in, but actually, if a bunch of different scenarios play out, and I'm not going to get into all of them, there's so many, um, and the Chargers and Raiders tie, and they'll know all the results, right? Then both of them get into the postseason instead, which is just, it's wild. Um, you know, one of the scenarios, obviously, is that the Jaguars need to beat the Colts uh, to, to get in uh, for, for for the Chargers and the Raiders to to get in. All right, let's tackle these games. Uh, a couple games on Saturday. Not a lot of flair for the dramatic in these games, like we thought maybe before, only because the Eagles have already clinched a playoff berth. They're hosting the Dallas Cowboys. That's a night game. I'm going to pick the Eagles in this game. I like the way they're playing. I think that hostile environment's going to be real. And I'll tell you what, could you imagine if the Eagles ended with 10 wins on the season? Pretty great. Dallas is favored by seven points right now. But I like the confidence. I like the swagger. Sirianni and company. I like Jalen Hurts, the way he's playing right now. And that Eagle defense it hasn't been talked about a lot this year. They're starting to really clamp down. Give me Philadelphia in this game, 24-20. to 20. Chiefs and Broncos play before that at Denver. Uh, Denver, obviously, one of the best rosters in football. They just really need a quarterback. Uh, Kansas City's hungry. They got to go in there and, uh, you know, and win after losing last week to Cincinnati. Uh, we know that, you know, the 11-5 mark, if they can win, that's 12-5. and And the Tennessee Titans, if they lose to the Texans, which, again, is a very tall order, uh, Kansas City still with an outside chance to get the number one seed. They would need to win and obviously get a, a lot of help. Um, Tennessee in the driver's seat for that, though. That's going to be a tough game for the Chiefs. I think the Broncos come to play, <clears throat> you know, rivalry game and all that, but the Chiefs are favored by 10, I think, because of the quarterback situation. I think they win by 13. I'm going to go 34-21 in this game. Too much William, uh, too much uh, Mahomes, too much Hill and company for the Chiefs offense. Bengals at the Browns. I just gave you the Bengals playoff scenario. They're already in. They've won the division, but they have an outside, 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 outside chance to get the top seed. But, you know, will they play guys and then rest them, you know, by halftime? Uh, it, it all depends. I don't know. There's no Baker Mayfield in this game. Uh, Joe Mixon has a chance to kind of pad his stats a little bit. The Bengals are favored by three. I'm going to assume that they're going to play the starters for maybe the first quarter, second quarter. Um, maybe build a little bit of a lead, and, and and then Cleveland comes back a little bit using Nick Chubb and company. And I think that Cleveland actually uh, will hang in, but Cincinnati ultimately wins. Give me the Bengals 27-23 in this game. The line is Cincinnati favored by three points. The Packers 13-3 on the season, 5-3 on the road. Aaron Rodgers says that he wants to play. In this game, we'll see what happens. Matt LaFleur, will he play his starters, rest his starters, etc.? Uh, obviously, they are the one seed, so you could, if you want, play the starters, you know, until you're up big and just be done with it uh, and, and rest, guys. And then you have that next week. You're the only team in the NFC with a bye because of the one seed. Um, you know, if I'm Green Bay, again, I don't know as if there's a right decision, right? I mean, I heard Brian Billick on with Colin Cowherd this past week, and he was so right. He said, look, if you start your guys and somebody gets injured, you're an idiot. If you don't start your guys and, and you lose, um, you look like an idiot. Now, 
in this particular situation, it does not matter if Green Bay loses the game. They are the one seed. The NFC is going through Lambeau Field, period, end of discussion. They're 13-3. and three. They've already wrapped it up. I would probably play the starters for, you know, a, a quarter and a half, maybe even until halftime. There's also something else where that locker room, I'm sure at this point, really wants Aaron Rodgers to get the MVP. If Aaron Rodgers goes out and throws maybe two, three more touchdowns by halftime, you get up to that 38-39 touchdown range, uh, he's going to eclipse 4,000 yards if he plays in this game as well. He's only 23 yards away from that. You know, it's probably between him and Brady and Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor at this particular point. I think a couple defensive guys deserve recognition as well, including T.J. Watt. But that will be something to watch as well. The three-headed monster, man, it's going to be out in full force if they start. Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and then, of course, that third uh, head there with uh, Dylan and Jones running the football this year has been just absolutely uh, magnificent. Green Bay's the most complete football team in the NFL. Let's see what they do at Detroit uh, for Sunday. Bears at Vikings, no need to watch this game, no need to care about this game other than the star power of Delvin Cook and Justin Jefferson and the development of Justin Fields. Two and a half, minus two and a half in favor of Minnesota for this one. I'm going to take them in this game close, 20 to 17. Washington at the Giants, again, condolences and uh, thoughts to those who have to go cover this game. I mean, what an embarrassment. I would expect plenty of brown bags to be over the heads um, at MetLife in this one, and a lot of empty seats. Uh, the Giants need a complete house clean again. They're not going to do that because they're bringing Joe Judge back, which is a complete mistake. Um, I like Washington big in this game because I like their playmakers better than the Giants by far. They're favored by seven. I'm going to pick Washington by more than that. Give me Washington 33-20 to in this football game. Colts at Jags. I gave you the Colts playoff scenario. They win, and they're in. If they lose, they need a bunch of other circumstances to happen, uh, which I already read off. Big, big, big thing to watch in this game is Jonathan Taylor. Is there a chance he could get 2,000 yards? Now, it's a tall order because he has 1,734 yards right now. 266 yards is what this guy needs. Maybe he could do it, you know? They're going to ride him because they need to ride him to get into the postseason. I'm going to take the Colts in this game. They're favored by 15 and a half. I think that's a really big line. I'm going to go 30 to... I'm going to go 30 to 16 and the Jaguars cover, but still a double digit win for the Colts and they get into the postseason. Uh, they would be 10 and seven at that point and six and two on the road. And we know that a team that's very physical on defense. I mean, look, they got exposed by the Vegas Raiders last week. But they're very physical on defense. They run the football extremely well with Jonathan Taylor. They get working off the play action with Wentz. He can still be very effective with a couple of weapons, including Pittman Jr. The Colts could be a dangerous team in the postseason. Pittsburgh Steelers at the Baltimore Ravens just gave you, obviously, the playoff situation for Baltimore uh, scenario. Um, again, I don't know who's playing at quarterback at this particular point with the Ravens, right? They've just been missing pieces all year long. Uh, Big Ben had the final swan song at home, or so we think, right? Um, with the win over Pittsburgh, uh, with the win over uh, Cleveland on Monday Night Football. Wouldn't he love, though, to go out beating the arch-rival Ravens. One of the great rivalries in sports, <clears throat> you know, the last 20 years, and, and I mentioned Brian Billick on Cowherd. He talked about that as well. 
you know, going up and facing Big Ben and, and just those games, the storied games. I mean, the, the Ray Lewis defenses up against Big Ben offenses and just the, the terrific coaching matchup. And, oh, my gosh, just amazing, amazing rivalry. Bloodbath Central, <laughs> you know, Steelers and Ravens. I'm going to take Pittsburgh in this game. I, I think Najee Harris is the difference, and I think T.J. Watt is the difference, especially if you, know, you don't have a, a Lamar in there, a quarterback. I, again, I don't know who the heck is starting at quarterback at this particular point. I can't keep up with all the corona stuff and all the injuries. I'm going to take Pittsburgh close, real close, in a physical, old-school matchup, 20-17. to 17, Pittsburgh gets it done. The Ravens are favored by 5.5. Titans go into the Texans' uh, backyard. They should win big time. They should be very, very motivated because they lost last time these two teams played. Tennessee favored by 10.5. I think they wipe that clean and just go and win huge. 38-17. to I'm going to go Titans in this game. That would mean they would lock up the one seed as well. Foreman on the ground. Too much of him last week. Uh, we'll see if they're going to activate Derrick Henry uh, as I record this, uh, to the practice squad at least and, and get him moving and seeing what happens here. But right now, the Titans are in good hands with Foreman working off the play action. Tannehill, A.J. Brown's back, probably the most important player on that team. And we know the Titans' defense, they take after their head coach and Mike Vrabel. And I, again, I've said it a million times, Mike Vrabel, all he does is win, win, win no matter what. This guy has won a ton of football games since he's been a head coach and is different and many of the other disciples of the Bill Belichick coaching tree, right, where <clears throat> you know we've seen them get head coaching jobs and become overwhelmed, you just don't know what guys are going to do going from a coordinator role to a, a head coach role because you're, you've gone from concentrating on one side of the ball and that's it to having to be the CEO of the entire team. Offense, defense, special teams, everything in between, way more media interviews, a lot more uh, uh, demands and, and requests and... Uh, player discipline and Corona. And, I mean, there's just so much going on as a CEO, head coach. But I think the Titans take care of business in this game. Saints at Falcons. Uh, I think I read outside, outside shot that the New Orleans Saints uh, could make the postseason. Uh, obviously, would need a, a, a lot of help along the way. Obviously, a lot uh, less scenarios in the uh, NFC to break down than the AFC. But I was able to pull up the NFC. Um, situation with the New Orleans Saints. The Saints, of course, won in Week 17 over the Panthers. The Vikings lost to the Green Bay Packers. So here's what, it, it, this is the path for the Saints to make the playoffs. Uh, it's very, very clear. You got to beat Atlanta in Week 18, right? And you got to have the 49ers lose to the Rams in Week 18. That's it. That's, that's the list, right? That's what you need. And could you imagine if the New Orleans Saints, post-Drew Brees era, all the nonsense, injuries and corona, constant question marks, no Michael Thomas all year. Could you imagine if the Saints made the playoffs? I mean, that would be another ultimate, unbelievable coaching job by Sean Payton. Um, but I think they go in and something weird happens and they lose. I don't know. I have a weird feeling that they're going to go in there and lose to Atlanta. Um and and really, you know, again, I mean, you got to rely on that that other scenario with with you know the 49ers losing uh, to the Rams, which is very possible the way the Rams are playing right now. So it is still possible. But I'm going to take Atlanta in a, in kind of a little mini upset here. 
I'm going to take them 24-23 on a late field goal uh, by one of the best kickers, by the way, in the NFL. I, I cannot believe, um, you know, the amount of of kicks, really, that this cool kid makes uh, and, and how deep he makes them. I mean, you know, 25-27 this year. He's hit 53-yard field goal for his long. He's 3-for-4 from 50-plus. He's 5-for-6 from 40 to 49. He's a really good kicker. I mean, he really is. Take Atlanta in this game close, though. Um, Total coin flip game. But the Saints, the fact that they're still breathing, I mean, for the postseason is pretty amazing. New Orleans, again, favored by four. Jets at Bills. The Bills hold the tiebreaker on New England. Right now, if they win, they get the AFC East. I'm going to take the Bills at home. Let's go 34-16. to 16. I think this game is somewhat close first quarter, early second, and then the Bills are able to finally break away and blow out the Jets. Stephon Diggs, 94 catches for 100, uh, 1,144 yards this year and nine touchdowns, and I feel like he's done it quietly because the Bills, you know, for a lot of games this year, really didn't throw him the ball right away, and I still feel like those eight, nine-yard passes are right there, and they just, you know, haven't done that. Let's see how much the Bills run the game, uh, run in this game, right? I mean, they're coming off of that big ground and pound game, saving uh, Josh Allen with the three interceptions last week against Atlanta. Uh, Let's see what happens here. I think one of the key, key, key things in this game is the Bills obviously getting turnovers. Again, they're playing another inferior quarterback, a rookie quarterback in Zach Wilson. The Bills are favored by 16 and a half. Could look like a little bit of a high number here, um, high number at high mark, but uh, but I think the Bills, I think the Bills get it done in this. You know what? I'm going to take them to cover the line. I, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to change my pick a little. I'm going to go 38, 13. I, I might have, uh, I, I might have undershot this. I'm going to go 38, 13. I, I think that's what what I'll go with in this game. Um, you know, I think they do cover. The weather looks decent, about 40, 45 degrees, so that means a lot more throwing maybe for the Bills. See if Josh Allen can get a rebound game going into the postseason. He's thrown for over 4,100 yards and has 34 touchdowns on the season um, through the air. Uh, you know, you, you, you look at Josh Allen right now, and, and I can't believe this guy's already got 31 rushing touchdowns, um, you know, as a Buffalo Bill. I mean, he's already on the short list for all-time rushing TDs in, um, you know, in franchise history. So uh, pretty pretty remarkable, man, you know, what he's done uh, as a Bills quarterback. Uh, should also mention that he has six rushing touchdowns this year on the ground, uh, rushing meaning ground, uh, six, six of those to go with 34 uh, this season. That's 40 touchdowns combined. That's pretty good. Now, he has thrown 15 picks, throwing a lot more picks than, you know, last year. So, uh, you know, Josh Allen plays within himself, and the Bills are a deep, deep, deep playoff threat without a doubt. I like the Bills big against the New York Jets. All right, let's move to 49ers at Rams. You know, I think this will be a close game. Um, The 49ers, you know, it's going to come down to can they get Matt Stafford to turn the ball over? Um... 49ers are going to go in there with a very simple game plan. Run, run, run. Elijah Mitchell, play action pass, Trey Lance, get Samuel and Ayuk going, uh, and then hope that the Fred Warner, Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa, Trio, and some others can get Matt Stafford to throw some picks. 
I think Matt Stafford throws a couple of picks, but he does what he did last week against Baltimore and still has some unbelievable throws and splash plays to get the Rams the win and to get them uh, in a solid position for the postseason. That'd be a great year, 13-4. and four. Uh, I'm going to go Rams in this game. Mm, man, 31-28. Close game. Close game. Uh, Patriots at the Dolphins. I'll take the Patriots in this game. Patriots already clinched a playoff berth. If they win and the Bills lose to the Jets, the Patriots would be AFC East champs. Uh, New England favored by 6.5. I think they cover that. Let's go New England 24-16 to 16 in this game. A very defensive game. I think they get Tua and company to turn it over big time. I don't know how the Dolphins are going to be able to stop Stevenson and company and that ground game for the New England Patriots. Uh, and I think off of that, Mac Jones with the play action and then their defense. Same old story for New England. And that would put them at 11-6 and six and 7-1 and one on the road. Pretty darn good year for the Patriots coming off of what happened last year. But they did get a lot of people back. They got a quarterback in the draft. The ground game became deeper. Um so for me to sit here and tell you I'm surprised, I just can't. I picked them to make the postseason in the first place. Seahawks at the Cardinals. Give me Arizona big in this game. Their favorite six and a half. I'm going to go Arizona 34 to 20. And we'll see what the future holds for Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll in Seattle. But too many weapons, too much Murray, too much Connor, too much uh, Arizona across the board. AJ Green and company, too much there. Uh, Buccaneers host the Panthers. Give me the Bucks all day long. They're favored by eight. I think they win. By 16, 36 to 20. Tampa, with all those no-name receivers now kind of filling in. Uh, you got Ed Evans there, you know, pulled up with a hamstring injury, though. Uh, and, and you've got some other situations going on where Tampa's kind of beaten and, and busted a little bit. Uh, Tampa, I think, uh, uh, you know, can get out in front in this game. Maybe even rest the starters in the fourth quarter. Tom Brady will throw for over 5,000 yards this season. After this one's complete, he has 4,990 yards and 40 touchdowns, certainly in the MVP discussion. The Panthers, after a really nice start this year, tumbling down this football stairs. They have been atrocious for so many reasons. Raiders home for the Chargers. Here we go. Will we know on Sunday night if all these teams have to do is tie? Because if that's the scenario, these teams can talk to each other and say, let's just kneel down possessions and we both go to the postseason. I don't envision that happening. But you never know. Stranger things have happened. Hmm. Who do I like in the game? This is a road test for the Chargers. Raiders have fought a ton of adversity. Like what they did against the Colts last week. But can their secondary guys keep up with Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler? Can the secondary make plays? I'm going to lean on the Chargers here. Their offense, talent wins out, barely. I think they drive down, get a late field goal. I think they're tied late, like 24-24. And I think a field goal gets it done for the Chargers late, 27-24. And the Chargers get in to the postseason. Whew, here we go, man. Week 18 in the NFL. We're almost at the finish line. The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by our great friends at Rosie's Corner. Get on over to Rosie's Corner this Friday for Fish Friday and their comfort foods throughout the week. Meatloaf Monday, Turkey Slop Tuesday, Wednesday is chicken and biscuits, and mac and cheese is available on Thursday and Friday as well. Rosie's Corner, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Tip of the cap, thank you as well to our great friends at Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, Liverpool Physical Therapy, Camilla's Golf Club, and 
Ken's Auto Detailing. If you're in and around Central New York, you know how the tough winners are. Get that inside-outside detail. Get the chrome for any car, your truck, your car, your motorbike at Ken's Auto Detailing, Route 11 in Cicero. Book your appointment today. Gift cards available for any occasion as well. 315-572-0892. That's 315-572-0892. And check them out on Facebook as well. They've got great pictures and video of all of the work that they do. Thanks again for listening. Hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube transform your home in one weekend with paint from menards get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color dutch boys duraclean interior paint and primer in one offers stay clean technology making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boy's easy opening, smooth pouring container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big-